What is going on, everyone? Happy Saturday. Another episode of Unbiased Football Talk. Me and your boy, Mike. Big Yo. Mike. Raider124. What's happening, my man? Man, I'm good, man. You know, it feel like it's been a while since we've uh, been on together, man. Good to see you. Let's talk some ball, man. There's been a lot going on in, uh, in the NFL as of late. Yeah, definitely caught some sort of something the other week. So, yeah. And it's the old anniversary weekend. So I wasn't supposed to be able to come off in here this week, but anyway, it's good. Uh, the old trade deadline just happened, and it was a fun one. Uh, we haven't been able to recap it any at all, so we'll just hop into that a little bit, talk about some big ones. Um, first of all, Mike's got a new setup down there. Got the old Raiders flag hanging. I called it something a little different earlier, but we won't <laughs> talk about that. Yeah. on the air but mike's mike's been moved to his garage yeah wife, you know the wife kicked him out yeah she said enough in the room man I'm trying to you know i'm trying to sleep you're too damn loud get your stuff and, and go to the garage so i've been downgraded but at the same time i got a little upgrade so it just depends on how you see it man well she's probably tired of hearing you whine about the raiders because you, well, you know you <laughs> know i'm tired of whining about the raiders man getting, you know getting, getting blanked by old andy Red Rocket Dalton. Oh my gosh, man. That'll what a disaster season, this but... season, dude. What a disaster. But, you know, that, it is what it is. It is what it is. Well, I guess the biggest trade, I mean, uh, arguably the biggest trade is the Christian McCaffrey. But of course, that happened before the deadline. Uh, but deadline day was nuts. It really was. Yep. And it started off with my boys in purple, man. What a crazy. Out of nowhere pick. Everyone's talking, yeah. oh, Vikes are going to trade for Claypool. They're going to trade for Cooks. Uh, you know, there was a couple defensive guys that were in mind. All of a sudden, I'm getting tweets and comments and texts and messages. TJ Hawkinson, I'm like, no way. <laughs> no way. Yeah, Old Hawk boy from, from Iowa Hawkeyes is traded to the Minnesota Vikings for a 2023 second and a 2024 third the vikings i mean i don't know i feel like the vikings kind of fleece this trade in my opinion but big time uh, uh vikings received tj hawkinson 2023 fourth and a 2024 conditional fourth that can turn into a fifth if the vikings win a, a playoff game uh wild we now the vikings now have a top five receiver a fringe i'll say top 10 running back he's not top five anymore uh, and a fringe top five tight end. And the number one tackle duo in the league, according to Pro Football Focus, that's a hell of an offense now for old Kirky boy. Yeah. Hey, you know what, man? Um, you say that, and it, it kind of makes me laugh because we, we, we've been saying this for a long time. The Raiders and the Vikings have a similar parallel. Only difference with this one is, is that you guys are actually delivering wins, <laughs> you know? Because we said it, we said it at the beginning of the year with the with the Raiders last uh, at the beginning of the season. Hey, they got a top five tight end, a top receiver, a fringe top ten running back, a good offense. All you need is the defense to kind of hold on and 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 do not bare minimum, but they don't have to like crap themselves. And 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 you got yourself a Super Bowl contender. Mm -hmm. You guys are actually doing that. The Raiders, for the other hand, are not doing that. But I digress. I would say I know that you're you know you're you're, you're trying to not be so uh, excited about this this pickup, but 
We said it earlier this season. The NFC is to be had, man. And I'm not 100% sold on the Eagles, just based solely on their, their strength of schedule. Um, they haven't played anybody formidable yet. It remains to be seen what the Eagles can do. They're 8-0. That's great. They, they're, winning what they're, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. But the Vikings, I would say right now that they're my NFC uh, pick, especially with this pickup with TJ Hawkinson. I know you're going to remain you know, <laughs> level-headed, but hey, I'm jumping all in with the Vikings right now. That was a great pickup. The Lions got fleeced once again. And yeah, man, I, I like the Vikings to come out of the NFC just, just off of this pick and how they're playing so far this season. Yeah, like I'm you know me, man. I'm gonna stay pretty uh pretty modest with my boys in purple because yeah. I love them, but and yes, the Vikings are six and one. I should be happier. They they play Taylor Heineke tomorrow. They should be seven and one tomorrow. And then we go on the road to Buffalo, so that should mm. be fun. Uh, it's a great trade. Like, this is probably the best tight end the Vikings have had in years. Yeah. I can remember. I was so so hyped on uh, Irv Smith Jr., but he can't stay healthy. Jo- old Johnny Munt, he's good. Ben Ellison, he's good. Um, you know, <laughs> the thing is, the Vikings' offense hasn't clicked yet. And when it does, it's going to be scary. Yeah. Uh, people are double-teaming. Double teaming JJ, that's okay because KJ Osborne and Thielen can get open. And now you got TJ Hawkinson in there opening up the run game for Dalvin Cook. This is going to be stupid. This is going to be fun to watch. But yeah, I obviously love that trade. Uh, another one we talked about before the, the, the pod was the Bradley Chubb. Now, this is wild, okay? Flashback to about two years ago, the San Francisco 49ers trade up for Trey Lance, give up three first-round picks or whatever it was. Those those first-round picks have now turned into Bradley Chubb, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddle. That is insane. Like, you could, <laughs> you know, I know what James is saying right now when he's listening. He's saying, well, that just shows how much you value Trey Lance. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that front office, is they, they've, they've done their due diligence. They have earned their money. Um you know, we're talking about Super Bowl teams. You got to start looking at the Dolphins as a dark horse Super Bowl contender. I mean, yeah, they got they got some they got some giants they would have to knock down to to get there, but their offense looks elite right now. I mean, you got Jalen Waddle and 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 Tyreek Hill. You know, pick your poison, man. And, and Tua's playing good ball. I and mean, if he can stay upright, he can stay healthy. Hey, the the Dolphins are going to be somebody to deal with in January. So, you know, this, this is a, this is a good pickup for them. I mean, especially on that defense, you know, they got now that one star piece on defense to go with Javon Holland. It's, 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 it's looking pretty good for the dolphins, man. I mean, they're, that's a dark horse team for the super bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty hard to defend a team when your two best receivers are always open. It doesn't matter. Like they're not big. You know, they're not necessarily strong, but those dudes are fast. Yeah. And Tua, man, if Tua had the arm strength that uh, I don't care what Tyreek says. Okay, Pat Mahomes has way better arm strength than Tua. But if Tua had that arm strength, man, he just throw it up in the air like Dante did to Randy back in the day. But, <clears throat> yeah. yeah it's just- we we would be talking about if he had if he had Mahomes arm arm strength, you know the Dolphins would probably be the favorites right now. Oh, hell uh, yeah. just just with the and even Mike Gesicki, um, Mike Gesicki coming out, you know, at, at tight end, he's a good target at tight end too. So just imagine if if you know you had 
of Mahomes at, at quarterback there for the Dolphins, uh, they would be the favorites by far. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this trade is, I wouldn't say it's like lopsided at all. You know, the, the Dolphins received Bradley Chubb in a 2025 fifth round pick. The Broncos received Chase Edmonds, 2023 first round pick via the 49ers, and a 2024 fourth round pick. I think that's pretty fair. Not to mention they also traded, Dolphins also traded with the 49ers again and got Jeff Wilson. Spice up the run game a little bit. I, he, it's probably pretty similar to Chase Edmonds, in my opinion. So this trade's pretty good on both sides, in my opinion. Yeah, this is a, you know, this is a familiarity kind of pickup for for the the Dolphins. I mean, it's a it's a fit for uh, Mike McDaniel. Um, you know, it, it just it just fits. It fits, and um, yeah, it's pretty much like you said. It's a swap. It's a one for one swap at running back. I mean. I I don't see really anybody for that one really winning that trade, but you know it's a trade. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and then another one that kind of Chicago Bears. I you know I I don't know the direction they're going. You know me me I'm not a Justin Fields fan. I think that he's kind of a bum. But the Chicago Bears ended up trading away Robert Quinn. They traded away Roquan Smith, but they brought in uh, Chase Claypool for a second round pick. Okay. Interesting. Now maybe they traded away the second round pick that they got from the Ravens when they traded Roquan Smith, but what message does this send for Chicago fans? What do you how do you feel about this trade? Bringing in Claypool but trading away Roquan and Robert Quinn. Well, uh, it's it's a full-on rebuild for Chicago right now and you got to start somewhere as far as a rebuild goes. They got the they got their I guess their quarterback their franchise guy, you know, kind of remains to be seen. Um, and you got to find a number one receiver now. I don't know if they're they're really sold on Claypool being that number one receiver, but he's going to be the number one for right now, um, along with uh, Mooney. Uh, so then they got two threats at receiver, two legit threats at receiver now. So, and it's a fire sale. It's a it's a full on rebuild for Chicago next year. They have like a some ridiculous amount of cap space. It's, it's like a hundred and something million next year. So. You know they're they're gearing up for next year, so this, that's what that tells me. And Bears fans, they need to be patient <laughs> because this year is not the year. I'm sure they already knew that, but this is a sign right now, even more so. Like, hey, this isn't the year that we're gonna do it. Um, they want to. They want a lot more games than I than I thought they would. They've been playing a little bit better than I thought they would, but their ceiling is n- still not even the playoffs. So, you know, at that point, you got to start cutting guys. And letting them go and moving on. I mean, they've done exactly how I felt they were going to do. They won week one, which was nuts. But that's because the 49ers started Trey Lance instead of Jimmy. Don't argue with me. Nobody argue with me. Uh, but the Bears, like I said at the beginning of the year, four wins was where I had them. They're at three. They might win another two. Who knows? But, yeah, I guess this, this organization is saying right now, Ryan Pace is saying, I want to build around... Justin Fields and, and and Chase Claypool with the attitude. You think you think you're struggling over there? Like he's got. You're talking about Bear fans. Bears fans need to relax and and be patient. Claypool's got to be patient and, and relax because he was he was getting pissed off not getting the ball and and doing all this pushing and shoving shit on the sidelines and with Ben Roethlisberger and Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. Justin Fields can't get you the ball. Like every once in a while he throws a nice ball, but. I mean, I don't know. I'm just not a fan over there. 
and I never really cared. I never really hated the Bears as a Vikings fan. I just I just don't know the direction. It's full rebuild. You're absolutely right. They're going to have like $140 million in cap space. So they're probably going to run the tables on a, on a free agency market. But we'll, we'll see what happens with the Bears. Yeah, you know what? Some is something about Chase Claypool that doesn't sit right with me, man. You know, uh, me neither. You just, That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. like him. I, I think he's a punk. I think he. I think he has an attitude issue. I mean, anybody who 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 can't succeed in Pittsburgh and wants to leave Pittsburgh tells me a lot. That one, you don't like. Uh, you don't like somebody in your face and coaching you, and and being that alpha dog like, like Tomlin. Like Tomlin has shown to be for over the years, he's established himself as as a pre- premier coach in this league. But maybe he just doesn't like that response, which is uh, to me that's a character flaw. You're uncoachable at that point. So I think he figures that he can go to Chicago and and pull the shenanigans over there and kind of do what he wants and be a diva, and nobody's going to give him some pushback. So. You know, with Claypool, to me, I think he just wanted to leave that situation so he can kind of do his thing. And it's going to turn out to not work out well for them. Uh, I would be looking for another receiver if I was the Bears. I would be, too. Um, But at any rate, uh, the only other trade I kind of wanted to touch on, just because it's kind of ironic, was was, uh, Calvin Ridley being traded to the Jaguars. Now, some people might be saying, Ian, why is that ironic? Well, if you don't know, Calvin really is suspended for betting on football, betting on his team to win, betting on his team to lose, whatever. But that one he got caught on was against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it's kind of ironic that he's being traded to the team that he bet on. Uh, why Why is Atlanta trading away Calvin Ridley? Yeah, that, that really puzzled me, man. I mean, you're already halfway through the season, and you figured that the, the – the Falcons are not that far away from winning that division. Right. And even they're if it's first, not, aren't they? they're in first place currently yeah. right now. And, you know, maybe if this year isn't the year that, that they get it done. You pretty much, you pretty much put them, I wouldn't say a lock, but I would say even next year with a good draft and some pickups in the off season, they're probably the favorites coming out of that division. Especially if you have like a Calvin Ridley and a Drake London and a, and a Kyle Pitts as firepower, throwing another quarterback. You could probably draft a quarterback or pick one up, uh, like a Jimmy G or whoever, like a bridge quarterback, and boom, you're in the playoffs. So I don't I don't understand why they would get rid of him. Uh, maybe, you know, he just he wanted he wanted out of Atlanta. Uh, he didn't like the direction or, or or and they did him a favor. But dude, if I was the Falcons, I wouldn't I wouldn't have let him go. I wouldn't let him go. No, I I wouldn't have either because that's going to be a hell of an offense next year if if he's there and and Drake London and Kyle Pitts and honestly even if Mariota's the quarterback he's been playing a lot better than I thought he was. Now they need a running back like you said, uh, but yeah they're they're a lot better than I thought they were going to be four and four right now sitting at the top of the NFC South. That's probably the worst division in NFL history, possibly. <laughs> like that that division is terrible. Um, yeah, it's a bad bad division, man. Yeah, somehow the Tampa Bay Bucks will end up sneaking in and winning the Super Bowl or some shit. You know how it goes, Brady. Dude, I I, I told you last show. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. It wouldn't surprise me. They go eight and nine, and then Brady has this magical run to get to the Super Bowl at eight yeah. and nine. So yeah, you're right, man. <laughs> but it's just a weird trade. It's not. It's not like it's not detrimental to any team. It's it's just weird that 
the, the Falcons traded him, and it ironically traded to the Jaguars. But I just wanted to bring that up. Now, we're going to hop on to our little quick picks. Uh, we haven't done this for a while, so hop on and do this real quick. Uh, obviously, well, I won't say obviously. I'm going to say that I would have picked the Eagles to win Thursday Night Football against the, the one five and one now one six and one Texans. I'm Lock assuming City. you would have, to, yeah, okay. yeah. Lock City. I, I did, I did have the Eagles to, uh, to not. I had the Texans to cover that. It was a plus fourteen for the for the Eagles. I'm mm. not taking that ever. Um, <laughs> so I, I picked yeah. the, I picked the, the the Texans to cover that one. Oh, so. that's a that's a trap bet on Thursday Night Football. Come on. Yeah, man. absolutely. Yeah. Now definitely. Damian Pierce, man, that dude ran all over Philly. Philly yeah. won. Philly yeah. won. They won by twelve. But I'm just saying. To give credit where credit is due, uh, Long Neck, aka, uh, damn it, what's his name? <laughs> Davis Mills. <laughs> Davis Mills. I'm the president of the fan club. I can't even think of his damn name, but Davis Mills, he played well. Uh, yeah. And Damian Pierce, man, damn, he looked good. Yeah. But, hey, I'm, I'm on board with Davis Mills, man. You were right. I, I'll give you that. You were absolutely right about him. He still makes silly, freaking, you know, bonehead moves, but he doesn't have a team around him. His yeah. number one, his number one receiver just didn't want to play because they didn't trade him. But, yep. but anyway, let's hop into it. The first game on the docket is Minnesota at Washington. Minnesota is a three-point favorite on the road. Uh, this does reek of a, a, a trap game. I'm not gonna lie. So right yeah. before the right before the the Bills game, um, I'm still gonna go with the Vikings. But ah, man, that that really. I'm scared. You know, I wouldn't put any money on it. I'll tell you that. I got the Vikings to win this one. Yeah, I wouldn't put any money on this either, but the Vikings are going to take this win away. Uh, Kirk Cousins heading back to Washington for the first time. He's going to throw like, you know, the typical Kirk Cousins, 250 yards, two touchdowns, probably a pick. Uh, But but can't wait to see TJ in this offense. But next game, we got Chargers at Falcons. Chargers are a three-point favorite. I got the Chargers winning this one. I think they're going to come out fresh off the bye and blow the doors off the Falcons in this one. Uh, I know they're without uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. It doesn't matter. I think I think Justin Herbert has something to prove. Uh, he's going to find all his receivers, and I think it's going to be a big uh, uh, Eckler game for this one for a couple of touchdowns. I got the Chargers winning this one. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. There's not a Chargers game where you can't say this is gonna be an Eckler game. I mean, the dude leads the league, the, leads the team in receiving yards and rushing yards, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But they, Mike Williams is hurt, so I'm gonna take the Chargers to win as well on the road. Uh, let's see, Dolphins at Bears. Dolphins are a four-point favorite on the road. Yes, yeah, re- like we said, it's rebuild mode for the for the Bears. They play hard, but this is they don't they don't have enough to beat the Dolphins right now. I got the Dolphins to win and cover. Yeah, this will be fun, though, I think. I, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I, I do think Chicago's going to put some points on this defense for some reason. Yeah, they, they put up points against the Cowboys, too. So, yeah, yeah you're right. The most overrated team in the NFL, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you've been saying that. It's just that, me. You know, you know me. Yeah. But I'm going to take the Dolphins to win. I like it. I don't like the Bears. Go Dolphins. Let's uh, Panthers at Bengals. Two cat teams going against each other. Damn. Since he's a seven-point favorite. Uh, the fact that it's a seven-point favorite and not like an eight, you know, I, I I would pick the 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 Bengals to cover this and uh, of course win this game. Yeah, give me 
You know, the Bengals got a lot of injuries on the defense, man. Chidobi as Awuzie, however you say his name. Yeah. Uzi. He's yeah. out. He's out with an ACL. I think their corners are pretty beat up. Uh, yeah. Panthers. PJ Walker likes to sling that ball to DJ Moore. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna take the Panthers to cover this, but I'm gonna take the Bengals to win. But I think the Panthers will cover. Okay. Um. Good old A. A. Ron Rogers on the road against the Lions. This is. This is, you know, Green Bay's three-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, this is the game that Aaron Rodgers should say, this is the game that we need. Not when you're going on the road to play the Buffalo Bills, you moron. But <laughs> I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. Go ahead. Packers you know and Lions. Man, you know, I could get bit picking the, the, the Lions in this game. But you know what? The Lions put up points. They put up a lot of points. They just can't stop anybody, man. It's a, it's really just frustrating watching the Lions play defense. Um, you could argue and say that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to find himself in this game and find his guys. The game's on the road. Detroit, they have – I wouldn't say they have a big home field advantage, but that, that, that dome gets pretty loud once they get going. Um, I would say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Lions, man. I'm going to pick the Lions to win this one in an upset. An upset. Is it really an upset these days? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I, I want to pick the Packers because it seems like the safe, you know, kind of no balls, freaking coward thing to say. But <sighs> You wouldn't be wrong, man. I mean, I'm stupid for picking the Lions, to be honest with you, but. It's a gut feeling. I, I think the Lions uh, will, will put up a lot of points. The Vikings, not the Vikings, the uh, the Packers have they have they're having trouble trying to put up points. So, you know, that's kind of a break for for the Lions, who a team who can't play defense very well, going against a a team that can't put up points on offense. So, um, I, I think I think the the Lions can pull this one off by a field goal. Mm, nah, I'm gonna go Packers. I'm <laughs> gonna be enough. a coward. I'm gonna be a coward and just go. I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers takes a bunch of psychedelic drugs before the game and just freaking goes crazy. <laughs> yeah, probably imagines he's like two quarterbacks, you know, with, yeah. and you know, so yeah. If he if he does that, yeah, he's a lock for sure. Yeah, give me the Packers. Um, Colts playing in Foxborough. Against Mac Jones and, and Bill Belichick. They are, Bill Belichick is five and a half point favorite. You know what? Uh, Jonathan Taylor, you know what? I, 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 I was in, initially, when I first saw this, I was leaning towards uh, the Colts winning this game, but there's no Jonathan Taylor. Um, Sam Ellinger at quarterback, dude. Like, I, I can't, I can't do it. I'm going to go with the Patriots to cover and win this game. Yep. Me too. Ramondre Stevenson is catching on right now. Oh, yeah. He's going it. off. He's yep. going off. I just, I swear, man. Oh, by the way, I'm taking the Patriots. But this next game, the Bills, man, they're always 10-point favorites. It's crazy. But they're uh, on the road playing the Jets. On the road, 11.5-point favorites. Jesus. Uh, they're really, they don't really love the Jets these days. I mean... Oh man, eleven on on the road. I'm not picking the Bills to cover that. I'll pick the Bills to win, but they're not covering that. It's crazy though because they could cover it. They could. 
Yeah. They it's could. just crazy. It's just crazy because the Jets have been playing really well this year. I mean, maybe if Brees Hall wasn't in there, maybe if he was in there, like it probably would be a seven, maybe six and a half. I don't know. Something like that. Is he worth five points, six points? Maybe. I don't know. But they could cover. I'm going to take the Bills to win, of course. Uh, maybe it's the trap game. Maybe it's the, the game that the Bills lose on the road this year. Um, or one of them, they already lost once on the road to the Dolphins. But we'll see. Now, here's a game I know that everyone can't wait to see. The Raiders at Jaguars. That's basically two, a pick em game. Favorite. Yeah. Um, I'm going to surprise you here, man. I lost all faith in the Raiders this year. <laughs> um, they, they, Josh, uh, Josh McDaniels is garbage. He's terrible. And Mark Davis says, hey, he's, this is going to be our coach for years to come. I that scares that. me. Yeah, I doubt it. But if that's the case, man, he's going to be here this year. He's going to be here next year, and they're going to be patient with him installing his system. And if that's the case... I'm not picking the Raiders to win a single game this year, man. I'm going with the Jaguars to win. They've lost five straight, but they've all lost. They, they're all five losses have been by possession. And the Jaguars been playing solid ball. I mean, five weeks ago when they played the Eagles, we were talking about that being a slobber knocker. Mm-hmm. This team isn't as bad as their record says. They're losing close games. I mean, you could argue that they just they can't finish and then they lose another close game to the Raiders. But I'm going Jaguars, man, at home. Um, I never picked the Raiders. I don't. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I am today. Oh. <laughs> All right. Give me Josh Jacobs. That dude's going to have a monster game. Give me him. I know Trevon Walker's out there. I know there's some beasts on that defense, but give me Josh Jacobs to take over this game. You are not holding Devontae Adams to one catch for two weeks in a row. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You are you're not right. holding Devontae Adams to one catch two weeks in a row is darren waller's bum ass playing uh i'm just and quite, by the way i'm just saying he's a bum because he's on my freaking fantasy team and i and reached for him you, you don't have to explain yourself he's a bum <laughs> like he bro like he was he was in the off season he was instead of going to practices he was doing this little passive aggressive holdout you know trying to get money allegedly and his hamstring was giving him issues back then he was going to wnba games with his girlfriend instead of going to the play, uh preseason games he plays, and then as soon as he plays, he's going out. Like, dude, you can call him a bum all you want, man. I, I think that we made a mistake paying Dar- Darren Waller. We shouldn't have never paid him his money that he's gotten, uh, that contract he just recently got. I will be looking for a trade for him at the end of the season. He's on the wrong side of 30. He needs to go. Um, but I, he's questionable for this game. He hasn't. They haven't uh, made a decision on whether he's playing or not this time. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know about these Raiders. I love the Raiders. That's my team, but I hate this team this year. So that's where I stand with them right now, man. <laughs> well, I'm gonna take, <laughs> I'm gonna take them to win to give you a little little easier day on Sunday. Oh. Uh, you are playing against me in fantasy, and man, my t- yeah, this is gonna be an interesting week. Both of us have some pretty big people on bye week. I have yeah. Chubb. You have the Dallas the, the Dallas morons, but. <laughs> I lost Michael Thomas for the year. No shock there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aaron Waller, but whatever. I'm going to take the Raiders. Uh, next game, Seahawks at Cardinals. Uh, Arizona is a two-point favorite at home. You know what? I want to take this time out to 
you know, uh, you know, if this was uh if this was like one of those late night radio shows, right? You would you would call in and be like, hey, you know, I want to say I'm sorry to to Pete Carroll, you know, for disrespecting you, and you know, hopefully we can, you know, work things out. And I'm very sorry for being such an asshole, right? You yeah. would say that about the uh, about Pete Carroll, because. You know, team. Everybody wrote this team off, and they're first place in the division. And Geno Smith is playing like an animal. So, you know, it's. I, I gotta apologize to 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 Pete Carroll. He's a legend in this game. Um, he's not going out without a fight. And you know what he did with Russell Wilson has to be commended because Russell Wilson looks like he's out of control right now. So if he had to deal with a, a character like Russell Wilson for for as long as he did, hey, I gotta give it up to him, man. But as far as this game goes, uh, I got the I got the Seahawks winning this game. It's going to be a close game, just like all the NFC West games are. Um, I got them winning by a field goal. You said you got who winning? The Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks too. Now it's nice. It's good. You know things are clicking. You got two good receivers, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. You got uh, Geno Smith playing out of his mind because they didn't write back though. Because I'm never gonna, re- I'm never gonna forget that quote. <laughs> never gonna forget that quote. That was the best quote of the season so far. Oh yeah. They also have the rookie of the year. Kenneth Walker is out freaking standing. They also have the rookie of the year on the defense, Tariq Woolen. Yeah. They now, got uh, NFC uh, rookies of the month. Yeah. Both of them did. Yeah, they sure so, did. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Walker is a beast. Give me the Seahawks to win that game as well. I'm not going to apologize to Pete Carroll, though. <laughs> hey, you know what? And, and and as far as Kyler Murray goes, man, he's going to get his coach fired, and it's unfortunate. But, you know, you can argue that uh, Cliff Kingsbury should have never been put in that head coaching position in the first place. So don't you, there you go. Don't you love Patrick Peterson just having the game of his life against the Cardinals and then mocking uh... – That was that was the best thing I've seen all year, to be honest with you, man, because, hey – it, we we've been saying it all year. This dude, all he cares about is, you know, playing video games, and he's not taking the game seriously. And it shows, man. It really shows. Every game, it shows he's not put, making the right reads. He's not throwing it to the right receivers. He's throwing interceptions. And the Cardinals paid him way too much money, and now they got to live with it. It's 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 sad, but hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the Rams at the Buccaneers, man. Tampa is a three-point favorite. That's wild. I don't know about all that. Maybe just because of the home. I guess just the home team. But yeah, it, it would flip either way. I would say yeah, it's pretty probably. It's pretty even. Um, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sold on the the, the Rams' offense right now. They're one-dimensional. They can't. They have proven that they can't run the ball yet. Um, they got one receiver, and then they got a uh, scroll. Uh, what's the guy's name? Scrollneck Scro- or Scrollneck? Yeah. Yeah. And Scrollneck. <laughs> yeah, and he's a dog. Like he's he's good, but you know he's not he's not a game breaker or anything. Uh, they they're missing that game breaker, and Allen Robinson is still kind of MIA. Uh, this is a game that the Bucks kind of figured out and put it together finally. Um, they've been missing for a while, but you know they can kind of afford it because that division is terrible. Um. I got I got the Bucks to win this one and cover. I got them by four. Yeah, I'll t- I'll t- I'll take it. Yeah, why not? Uh, both teams have injuries as well. Um, Bucks have some injuries on defense, but I'll take the Bucks to win at home. Yeah. Um, this should have been a slobber knocker. Now I Sunday night football. You got Malik Willis making his first start. 
I think, right? This is his first his start. Se- second start, I think. Oh, sorry. He I started remember. last week. Did did he do well? I don't even remember. Bro, they they handed the ball to Derrick Henry <laughs> and told him take care of this game. Uh, well, you, Malik you know Willis only threw for fifty yards. You know that's exactly what's gonna happen this week. Yeah. Um I this is a crazy line, but twelve and a half point favorites for the Chiefs. When you got a guy like Derrick Henry on the other side, that's pretty wild in my opinion, but what do you think? Yo, what's so good about the Titans is that they can, <laughs> you know what they're bringing to the table. Yeah, but you can't the ball stop off. them. Yeah. yeah. And and this is going to be another game. I don't see anybody on the on the Chiefs that can slow down Derrick Henry, especially if you know that that's going to be the game plan. Right. Boom, hand it off, hand it off. But you could throw in a little bit of uh, Malik Willis, you know, uh, little screens here and there or him taking off on uh, like a draw play or something kind of similar to what we saw like early in uh, uh, Lamar Jackson's career, kind of running that same kind of model. And saying all that, I still got the Chiefs winning that game, but they're not going to cover that 12 points. Yeah, I don't know, man. They might. You know what might happen is they might get up by 21 or something like that, 20, and then you're not going to be able to run the ball. That's true. <laughs> they're going to have true. to. So I don't know. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win. I, cover is kind of a r- tough one to call. Yeah, if the if the Chiefs if the Chiefs uh start off fast, yeah, this the game will get out of hand because they can't throw the ball. They don't have anybody that can throw it and bring them back into the game. So, uh, but the Chiefs start off slow, so it, it's to the it's to the Titans' advantage on that one. Yeah, <clears throat> but next game we got the Monday Night Football. We got the Baltimore Ravens traveling to New Orleans. Baltimore is a two and a half point favor on the road. Something about the the Saints playing at home on Monday night. I just remember that 2006 game against the Falcons where, you know, that was like their first game back from Katrina and that place was on fire. Um, The the crowd shows up every game and Monday night is just one of those magical things for the Saints. I got the Saints upset in the the Ravens in this one by a field goal. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I know that, you know, the the Ravens are on fire, but they just lost uh, Bateman for the year. There's one less receiver. You might see Deshaun Jackson in this game. You never know. Um, and they're also without uh, – I know that Gus Edwards was uh, injured again. So you're going to see a lot of uh, Kenyon Drake. So um, I'm going to go with the Saints, man. I mean, I'm not going to go chalk this whole this whole slate. Somebody's going to get upset this week, and I, I think the Saints have the best chance. Mm. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I'm a... Who's playing quarterback for the Saints this weekend? Uh, it's probably going to be Andy Dalton. I heard that he's going to be uh, the the starter for the rest of the year. That's that's what I read. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <sighs> for the sake of me beating the hell out of you in fantasy, let's go Ravens because need Lamar to continue doing what he does best and score 30, 40 points. Uh, I'm going to take the Ravens to win. I like the Ravens to win on, on primetime. Andy Dalton, everyone talks shit about Kirk Cousins on, on primetime. Andy Dalton was 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 who everyone talked about before Kirk Cousins. That is true. That is true. Uh, you know what? No, nah, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Saints, man. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the Saints. I said it already. I'm not going to waffle out. Let's go Saints. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go Ravens. Um, we'll go Ravens. All right, well, that concludes it today. Uh, 
gonna turn this off. Go watch Tennessee versus Georgia. I don't remember. I, don't, I didn't see who's winning right now, but it's a good game. If anybody's looking for a good game to watch right now, um, Mike, you got anything else for for anybody? Uh, no, that's about it, man. Uh, yeah, that's it. Let's go. Uh, and uh, let's go Saints once again. Uh, I want to be right about this one <laughs> since I said it. So, you know, I'm gonna throw in. A, I'm gonna double down on that one. Let's go Saints. <laughs> All right, man. Well. For me and Mike, it's Ian. I'll catch you guys later. Uh, be recording again soon. Skull, go Vikes. Go Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> All right, catch y'all later. All right, peace.